Welcome back to the Carp Chronicles podcast. We've got a very different type of episode for you today. Um, We're going to be talking about one topic, and that is the potential issues in the emerging trend of utilizing hormone-like substances to attract carp. Now, it's going to be myself, Pete, and Stephen White basically having a bit of a chit-chat about this issue that's going on in carp fishing right now. Um, Now, for those of you who don't know, um, there's potentially a few anglers, there's definitely a few anglers using this hormone-like substance to attract carp. And unfortunately, it's becoming quite apparent that there are significant downsides, um, ecological downsides to doing this. And we've been contacted by a lot of people recently. There's been a bit of a social media uproar about this. um, And a lot of people want us to cover it and bring it into the, the limelight, so to speak. Now, something that I do want to make really, really clear is we are not pointing the finger at anyone. There's a few names that are being banded around who are apparently using this substance. We don't know for sure who is using it, and we're definitely not accusing anyone of using it. Imagine this. Imagine you're catching really, really well, and then all of a sudden you get accused of using this substance, and there's no truth to it. Imagine how fucking awful that would be. Your name is getting dragged through the mud for no reason. Um, That is not something that we want to promote or encourage. So again, I will say it. We're not pointing the finger at anyone. I don't know who is using it for sure, um, but pretty certain that it is being used in places, and I'll, I'll leave that there. Now, what we're mindful of doing is making this easier for people to find out what it is and then abuse it. We don't want that. So in this podcast, we are kind of, you know, skirting around certain things um, and kind of, you know, oh, oh, no, we can't say that. I realize it's annoying for the listener. Um, We're not trying to be all secret squirrel about it. We just don't want people to abuse this particular substance so you have to bear with that side of things obviously we don't want to give the game away but hopefully what we'll be able to do is open people's ears to the bigger issue um it's not a case of just whack whatever we feel like whacking into the waterways um just to catch a few more carp and and not consider the consequences i believe there is significant consequences of using this product and that's what we're talking about in today's episode so a little bit different from our usual kind of vibe um a little bit more serious bit more kind of political unfortunately but hopefully it educates um, some listeners and hopefully you you kind of you know to swerve these products if they ever um, get put in front of you Before we jump into it, of course, we are sponsored by the awesome carphuntergiveaways.co.uk. Go ahead, check them out. They always have some fantastic prize draws going on that suits every single budget. Um, This is quite a serious podcast, so you might want to go and lighten the mood and and put a few quid on on winning a a cool thing. They have bivvies, bite alarms, all all sorts of stuff. Anything cart-related you can think of, basically. You can pretty much guarantee that they'll have a prize draw for it at some point during the week. So go ahead, check those guys out. Lastly, of course... If you want to attract carp in a safe and efficient way without using any hormones or hormone-like substances, go ahead, check out baitbros.co.uk. We have our new products, our new flavor range, um, which is the gold label flavor range. They are now live on our website. Um, 
I've said it before, I'll say it again. I truly believe these flavors are going to disrupt the industry. They're not like anything else out on the market currently. Very high quality, very strong. Many of them are on EA bases. Uh, it's just really exciting stuff for us. So go ahead, check out baitbros.co.uk for our new products. I think you'll be very, very pleasantly surprised by those. That's it for the intro. Let's jump into this episode with me, Pete, and our good friend, Stephen White. I've been sent pictures of stuff people are adding, adding to the, the, the baits. Yeah. thinking it could potentially be this and it seriously isn't and it's seriously damaging to fish yeah i was sent a picture of um something and then i went when i looked up it can cause immune collapse yeah. definitely immunosuppression you know which <laughs> in a primitive piece like the carp you, you don't want immunosuppression going on no um so so you know what people are like when 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 Holmesy said about rock about rock salt, then people were, were putting sacks of road salt in and things like that. You, you've got to deal with the idiot factor as, as as well as the legitimate concerns of what's really going on. So it's, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, sort of three minds as, as, to, as to, to how much we should discuss. We know it's going on. It's definitely going on. Yeah. The effects of, of, of what people are using, as dodgy as it is, are unknown. But the effects of, of, of people trying to find out what it is by testing other stuff out could be worse. This Exactly, yeah. And, I mean, I was in two minds about it as well, because the last thing we want to do is make it easier for these for, for people to find out what it is and use it. In the same respect, like you said, the last thing we want is people trying all manner of different things um and causing you know causing some harm so i think we've got to just be open and honest and 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 pitch the podcast like that you know just explain mm. that you know the actual thing is not good for x y and z reason um and certainly these other things aren't so i think if we just kind of talk about it openly i would like to think that we'd be doing some good from it if that makes sense yeah i'm just uh... The problem is, and it's, it's not going to go modern carping, but the problem is that a lot of high-profile anglers... But, but let's also approach it from, from, from another point of view. I know what it is, and I wouldn't use it. I would rather give up carp fishing than use it, because it takes, it takes away everything that is special about carp fishing, mm -hmm. which, which is... Which is everything from watercraft um, to understanding the biology of the carp in terms of its nutrition and, and you're trying to do things to keep them healthy rather than do something what potentially can damage them. I mean, we've got to balance it with the fact that we're sticking hooks in them, but, but by the same token, we use carp carry equipment, we use mats. I personally like fishing for carp, which are sort of old and, 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 and wary and, and difficult to catch because that's that's what it's about. You know, I mean, I don't want to turn up to a lake and, and pull an X percentage of the stock in one visit out from whichever swim I choose. I, that's not carp fishing. 
the joy of getting in a good swim is part of the two-hour excitement before I even get to the lake, let alone thinking about presentation baiting. If you take that all away and you can literally put anything on the hook and use and use something to draw fish into the swim, no matter where you are, I don't, apart from the fact that as far as I'm aware, it's originated in the match scene and there's big money to be had, really big money. So it's so obviously there's a financial incentive. It's, you know, mm. pe people can make sort of five to 10 times what they'd make in a bank job winning a big cap. You know, if they did armed robbery, they'd make five to 10 times more than that by cheating in a match. So, so you can understand the, the financial implications of it. Um, it's, it's just dishonest. When, when pe pe people... It's just that everything about the old ethos of carp fishing for me, and, and, and it's... But you can, you can understand in the, in the, um, the modern social media-driven world where, you know you're a machine, you're this, you're that, and, and people are potentially doing tuitions off the back of it and getting big sponsorship deals and it's paying the mortgage. So you, so you can understand why their ethics go out of the window to some extent. You know, if, someone, if someone's got a brand new van and it's paying the mortgage on the back of it, then, I, I, I you know, their ethics might be... Yeah. More, more, more elastic, shall we say? Um, but the problem is, the rest of the carping for a lot of the carping fraternity, especially the younger lot, hang on their every word. It, it's immoral on on several different levels, isn't it? I mean, I think it's immoral to the carp. Obviously, there's there is real potential for some serious damage. But it's completely unstudied. Mm. Even if the, even if the, if what they're using. Is is not damaging in its own in its own right. It's unstudied. It's not meant to be used in an aquatic environment. It's 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 a serious pharmaceutical drug. I mean, I've heard something tonight. I've I've had a phone call with a friend who's spoken to to, to someone. And, and you know, I, I, I really can't say anything on this, but but basically, I'm I'm hearing bits and bats from people all over the country. Yeah, and to be fair, I, I fish I fish a long way from home in in several areas of the country, and I'm hearing snippets of this and that from other people who've got part of the story. Yeah, and to be fair, you you can't believe everything that you hear, you know, and, and there's Chinese whispers and things. Change, no, absolutely. But, but when when you piece it up, the, the problem is when when you actually know what it is and how it acts biologically and the concentrations at which it's effective, and then and then afterwards you hear these bits and bats where people want to got part of the story. You piece it all together, and and it gives you a very big picture because you wouldn't have without the prior knowledge of exactly what it is. And then I've researched into how it works. Then you, you wouldn't necessarily even remember these snippets of information that you're getting mm. from, from, from a vast array of sources. People, people have told me about, so 
someone calls it the substance, they've been told by someone who knows someone who's, yeah, they're definitely X, Y, and Z angler using something they call the substance. And then you, I've heard of lads who fished in other fishery have said a certain high-profile angler has gone on has gone on the fishery and has absolutely ripped it such a, a big one that every angler on the lake is in his swim going, come on, mate, what are you doing here? Mm. And then they go, oh, it's, you know, it's this, it's that. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not, he's not just, or, or I, I, the, the original information came from a lad who, who fished a match against some of these alleged users or abusers. And they said when they were spotting, when this team was spotting, they couldn't, no one else on the lake could get a bite. And then they didn't even fish at night. They didn't spot all night. And then once they stopped spotting, a few years after they stopped spotting, other people could catch the odd fish. So, 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 so you, you know from that, that behavior that it's a certain group of chemicals. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, that in particular, because I'm just trying to think of how people are going to receive this. That particular instance could be down to some variables, coincidence, couldn't it? Um, yeah, but, no, but, 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 but he, this, kid, this kid's in a high-level elite match angler, mm. and he says even when they've been in a corner swim, he says they spot long enough, and then all of a sudden it's happening. Yeah. And you know the last, the last podcast when I talked about dilution? If it's, if it's organic acids, amino acids, anything we know that works doesn't draw fish from the other end of the lake. Absolutely not. There's, there's only certain substances work at these mega low concentrations, yep. which you're talking numbers of molecules rather than an actual concentration. Yeah. And, and, and the, the point is, you're using a synthetic version of that. You, you, you can't just put, say, right, I'm, I'm going to bang embutric acid in or I'm going to put uh, uh, you know, a lot of lysine in, or what, whatever people want, it, what think works. You know, if you're fishing a, a big lake, if you're fishing for the sake of argument, a twelve-acre lake, a fifteen-acre lake, and even say it's only three or four foot deep, that is a lot of cubic meters of water. And even if you're only drawing them from 20 meters away, that's 20 cube in every direction. That's, you know, that's 20 million mil in every direction. Yeah, but it's so phenomenal. You, it, yeah, yeah, because, because when you research it and you know what it is, you know yeah. uh, these, these substances work in pico and nanomolar concentrations, which which... You know, when we study organic acids and, and, and uh, amino acids, we're looking at 0.1 molar or 0.001 molar, which is a tenth of a molar or a, you know, a hundredth of a molar. And that's on the receptor. That's not actually in the aquatic environment. That's, yeah. that's the amount they tested on the receptor yeah. under electrophysiology. So, so if you, if you, if you look at the, the dilution in a meter of water to get 0.01 molar of an amino acid, that is a lot of amino acid to put into a cubic meter. And that's, that's if the cubic meter is stationary, which in a living environment, it's not. You've got under, under, undertow, currents, convection, animal movement. So, so the fact that these substances are working at, at, 
a billionth of a billionth of a molar or two and a half, like a billionth of a billionth of a billionth of a molar. I mean, they're obviously very, very powerful bioactive substances in, in nature. And, and then someone's putting a synthetic version of that in and they don't know what the effects of, of those concentrations are. And then you've got the other effects of what happens if, if, if someone, what, what's the effect on the human body? If, 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 if you come into contact with it or, you know, the downstream effects, what happens if, if, if it, cattle drink from that water? If it's getting into the ecosystem, you don't know the effects. If, if, you know, whatever deer comes down to the, comes down to, to the lake to have a drink. Or someone's dog. Yeah, I mean so, that. So day someone's dog's fishing on the lake, and, and and these these chemicals are wafting about, and as a drink out of the lake. Yeah, a hundred percent. No, exactly. And I mean, when it comes to deer, obviously that can enter the human food chain as well, can't it? Yeah. Um, or, or someone, if it's a park lake, what about kids going swimming? Yeah. A pregnant a pregnant woman go, going going bathing, going dipping her feet. She's got a cut on her foot. Yeah. You don't. You, what I'm saying is, no one knows because it hasn't been studied. No one knows the effects of of what they're doing. They just they just either winning a match or they're emptying a lake for for a social media post and a bait sponsorship. You know, a company's launching a new bait. Well, this new bait has caught X amount of fish. Well, no, it hasn't, mate. <laughs> but but that is the, the bait companies. You know, I mean. The, the, the bait companies, their, their angler is, is ripping lakes apart. So, so, so they've got a big vested financial interest in it as well. I'm not, I'm not saying the companies are endorsing it at all. I'm just, I'm just saying they're quite happy when they're at their sponsored anglers are doing well. Because I'm assuming that it's, it's reasonably expensive to obtain. It's proper expensive and very hard to get, yeah. Yeah. But there, there are rumours that, that, that people's relations, shall we say, have access to them. And we've got to be very careful what we say because this is all yeah. alleged. It's yeah. all, all the evidence is circumstantial. <clears throat> exactly. But, but yeah. when you know about the behaviour of carp, and you, uh, there's some stories I can't say because it's too obvious, but when... Yeah. When you find out where where the information originated and who came into contact with with the information originally, then these people are all very friendly and 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 have fished together. What I don't get my head, what I I find it really hard to understand is so. And again, I want to make it clear: we're not pointing fingers. We even got a clue who's who's using it. We've heard the rumours. Obviously, um, we're not, you know, totally believing them. It's sort of innocent until proven guilty, of course. Absolutely. But the, the story goes that you know that there might be some relatives of anglers <clears throat> or associates um, that are, you know, perhaps in the in in the trade they can get hold of this product. Yeah. Now, surely it is not worth. I mean, because they would lose their job, right? Surely it's not worth their while just to help someone out so they can catch a few more fish. That part, well, well, no, no, but, no, but the thing is, if if they were, if they also had a vested financial interest in it, if it was the family of, of a person who's earning the living catfishing, 
and they directly financially benefit from it. Mm. Or if you're winning many, many thousands of pounds in a match, then it, it's worth, in, in some people's eyes, of, of, take, you know, of taking a punt and, and getting it from wherever you get it from. Yeah. Um, like I said, people are prepared to commit an armed robbery for for two, three, four, five grand and end up with five years in prison, seven years in prison. So for someone to win a carp fishing match and get, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 grand or whatever the, the prizes are, then <laughs> it's a big incentive, isn't it? Do they earn that much? I ain't got a yeah. bloody clue. Do they? Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Jesus. I did not know that. I did not. Match fishing is carp. Match fishing is just something that does not interest me. I've never looked into it. Um, I can't believe there's that much money in it. Oh yeah. Well, I've 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 found out about it about eighteen months, two years ago. Yeah. Um, basically, we were trying to work out. I know a lad who, who can't who can't fish the matches, and he just said it's just unbelievable. And I said, well. Potentially, could could we try and activate it with organic acids and, and, and a density and an effect, you know, almost doing like a depth charge with, with organic acids? And he said, no, he says, he says, mate, this is just next level. He says, you've not seen anything like this. And then about six months later, after we tried various things, um, which included organic acids, molasses, all sorts of legitimate, Bait, bait ingredients. He just said no. It's, it's, it's just this is just unbelievable. Um, and then he found out exactly what it was, the actual chemical, not not just the, the trade name. He, he he actually found out what the actual chemical was. And then I looked into it, and his exact words to me were, "I'll see how much integrity you have if I tell you this information." In other words, he thought it was highly dodgy, and you know. It was he, he, he trusted my ethics and my morality to tell me what it was. Yeah. And, but said, you know, we'll see what you do with that information. Yeah. And I just researched it um, and then could fully understand why it does what it does. Caught a fish last year, didn't you, Stephen? I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, joking, mate. Yeah. No, no, but, but, but what I'm saying is, I average about one fish every three nights. Yeah. I wouldn't want to turn up to a lake and just spot any uh, or any, anything in. Yeah. And, and just, just haul all the carp in the lake in. It's, I, I, I couldn't well, think of anything the worse. What's challenge there? No. It's just yeah. soulless. What? Yeah. The same reason I don't go to runs wars, because, because I get bored. I, I just don't, like I, like I explained before, when there's a financial incentive, if someone's, you know, can win the money that I bought, the price I bought my first house with in, in, in a series of matches, qualifiers, and then a final. You can understand the, the financial imperative to do it. I don't condone it as, as I don't condone armed robberies. But if, if these people are using the substances they are alleged to be using, then they are robbing off all the other competitors. They're just stealing out off them. Yeah, it's because, it's because, because they're cheating. If, if, you, if you go to the Olympics and use steroids and growth hormone and, and what have you and, you, and you get caught, then you, you get banned. You lose your medals and that's that. And it's considered cheating. 
you know, that's the reason. The same reason, whereas, whereas date rape is, is illegal and considered abhorrent. Well, well, they're doing the carp fishing equivalent of that, in my opinion. Mm. It's, it's worse than steroid use, and it's, it's, it's probably approaching using rope no on girls, isn't it? It's, that's how morally bankrupt it is to me. Um for the sake of the listener, Stephen, so if I was to sort of like to play, to play dumb here, because I think some people are going to listen to this and just be like, literally, like, what the fuck are these boys on about? Yeah. Like, what what effect is this having on the carp? Like, when this substance, someone's spotting, for example, when this goes into the lake, I mean, is it stimulating the fish to feed? What's it doing to Yes. Them? Well, two things. One, it, cause, it causes them... Basically, because it's detectable at nano and picomolar concentrations, which, which basically means a few molecules, they're going to detect it. They've got a specific gustatory receptor for it, which is a taste receptor. So therein is everything. It causes fish to group up in an area. Once they detect one or a few molecules of this, they will move up the concentration gradient. So, so they will, they will move, move to an area where they detect it to be more concentrated. Mm-hmm. So as in the, when someone's spotting in, in, say, the middle of the lake, then the least concentration will be at both ends of the lake. Yeah. So if you've got carpet in, in, in the, the extremities of the lake, they will move up the concentration gradient towards the centre of the lake where the concentration is its greatest. Mm-hmm. And then I'm presuming that they're using some on the hook bait as well because the carp have, have a gustatory receptor for it, which is... A, a taste receptor. Now, if you if you understand what I can't give you the full details. I can't. You know, I've given it to you already. But on for the sake of the podcast, we can't elaborate the biological reasons for the for this response. Suffice it to say, it is extremely um, significant in a carp's life cycle, and the fact that they've got a gustatory receptor for it means that it's. In nature, it's evolutionary advantageous, which is why it's been selected for. In other words, carp have evolved to respond to this substance in nature at very low levels because it signifies the potential presence of food. However, that is the natural substance in the water and in the ecosystem and at levels which have evolved naturally. The problem with someone spotting a substance in which is a synthetic version of this mm-hmm. is, is they could be using it at a much greater concentration than you would find in nature. And also, in, in, in many biological systems, you have things aren't just released on their own. So, so if, if you have this synthetic chemical, in its natural function, it's paired with an, another species, other, other chemicals, which are, which are species identifiers, which may or may not attenuate the, the effects of them. In most biological systems, something will attenuate something or amplify it or whatever. It's, it's like when people take steroids. When people take steroids, they've got to take HCG to stop the ball shrinking, which is human chorionic gonadotrophin. You'll know this. So, so, so 
in biological systems, there's always there's always something else going on other than one chemical messenger. Um, and because the fact that it hasn't been studied is is quite worrying. On, on if, you know, if, you, if you've got um, a, a stock of old carp and people are just willy nilly spotting, not not just you know, we, we have issues with shelf life bait, but we, this is way beyond that, isn't it? In terms of Oh, yeah. Potential damage to an ecosystem or even damage to human life. We don't know. And that is that and you've got people who are not they're just carp anglers. They found a substance what works. And it's only going to get bigger in terms of other people doing it. What happens if if someone at the other end of the lake thinks, Well, I'm having to do this to compete with, with whoever's doing that? So then the concentration's gonna go up. And then if what if you're doing it all season long or winter? What's that going to do to, to the life cycle of fish? If, if you're, for the sake of argument, doing this all winter, then what effect is it having on, on the carp's liver? You don't know, do you? The, the liver detoxes the body and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know what the, um, what the cycle of, 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 of you know, once they've ingested, because if you put it on hook baits, or, you, or are they putting it on free baits? Or they're just putting it on a, on a sort of semi-inert carrier and spotting it in. The, the point is, you don't know at what level the carp is consuming this 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 substance. Whereas in, in a natural aquatic environment, it might just be at such a low level. And and without giving it away, the, 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 how how it comes to be in, in, in the water, this substance, in a natural ecosystem, it's not presented as food. It's no. not part of the food that the carp are eating, whereas when people are adding it to bait, the carp are consuming this in potentially huge concentrations because if once they arrive at where this person's spotting or if they're putting it on bait or whatever... I don't know actually how they, they, they're doing it, how they're delivering it. I just know from from its biological action that it, it can only be one thing. And given that they can only use a synthetic version of that one thing, it has to be this. It's all circumstantial, even though I've actually been told what the product is and been sent a picture of it. The, the point is, there's no way you can measure the damage of, of, of an individual carp consuming massively elevated levels of this chemical, yeah. which it never, which it never would no. in, in, a, in a natural ecosystem because of, of how the substance is in the water. It's not in food. The very fact it's synthetic, so that sort of like rings alarm bells. And you've used the word synthetic a lot, Steve. Um, mm. <clears throat> to my knowledge, that means as well. It's very difficult for it to be broken down in nature or removed from the ecosystem as well. Um, well, the thing is, even if, even if it is nature identical, there's two problems with that. One, it's, on it's concentration, because it's not normally ingested. It basically, in, in, in a natural ecosystem, it would stimulate the receptor because there's a background level of this substance. And then, and, and then, because it has a, 
there's a, a gustatory receptor. The carp's going to want to eat something in that location, isn't it? The, the point is, I don't think the things they would eat in that natural situation on a natural release would be the same as that synthetic substance soaked into a bait. No, definitely not. Sorry to butt in here, boys, as well. But you're right, it's not. Um, I think, you know, when they do, without giving the game away, when they do come across it in nature, it's in such smaller concentrations than what would be applied to bait. That's one thing. As well as that, I believe these guys are soaking this substance in soil, um, spotting that out, and then obviously the, the soil stays where it is, mm. which is going to hold the concentration you mentioned earlier, uh, Stephen, about the carp seeking out the highest concentration area. Mm. Obviously, that that's going to be where the soil, that will hold it in there. And then the baits over the top, yeah, they're going to be ingesting some, but as well as that, they're literally swimming with it. It's all going over their skin, um, their membrane, which is obviously an organ. So I think they're like literally soaking it in as well as ingesting it. Yeah, but they'll also be eating the soil. If the soil, because they've, yeah. got, a because they've got a gustatory sensor yeah. for it, they'll just eat the soil. And once they start eating that soil, you think of that, you know, kicking up, clouding around. What I'm saying is it's not just ingesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, you know, they're, they're in it as well, aren't they? Um, yeah, but, but I would imagine that the, the ingestion part, if it's just around them and they're not... The, the point is, everything is, is... Everything's deactivated by the liver. So, so if it's just locking on to a, to a gustatory receptor and it isn't ingested, then the effect sort of ends there to some extent. But when if they start eating that soil, then it goes into the gut tract. Then it's then it's got could potentially have profound biological effects, and it's going to be a, a, could potentially be a massive concentration because this is a this is a, a a pure substance. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but if you think that that the water that contains that substance is going over their grill. Um, sorry. No, absolutely. All, all over the, all over the gill rakers, their <laughs> yeah. eyes. You know, it, um, it, if you keep fish, you have them in poor water quality. Those fish are going to get fucking sick. They get, so fin not they get all sorts of fungus. All and, sorts of things. Yeah. They, they absorb things through their skin and obviously, yeah. you know, through their gill rakers where the, they're just tiny membrane over that and the blood vessels, they're going to be absorbing that stuff in. Um, so it's yeah, it's just not, and it's not just carp as well. It's no, yeah, carp. exactly. It affects, exactly. It affects all fish. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a full ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. A smaller fish, and then the pike will eat the smaller fish. The pike will be in the area anyway. Yeah, it's just it, yeah, it's. Um, but you also I've also heard of, heard of people having massive hits of bream when they when they've used these substances on what's containing bream. They've had they've had, they've just been some of them have been breamed out. It sort of worked against them to some extent. Right, because they've just been breamed out. Because you know, bream, bream and, and and carp and tench have, have yeah similar sim similar taste preferences, similar biology to some extent. Yeah, um, it's, it's just so unethical. I mean, I know we're talking about ethics when when we we're sticking hooks in carp, but but this is another level. Yeah, but doesn't that mean that we? Yeah, we are sticking a hook in them, so shouldn't we really take, like, be sure that we're yeah, taking yeah, care the, of them? Yeah, yeah, the best care. We, we, exactly. Yeah. Which we, we rant about shelf life because we worry about the carp's gut flora and its immune system. But we're not, we're not throwing something in the water which potentially hazardous and then 
the confounding um, problem of people testing out other substances they think about, which could, potentially could be worse or at least as bad. Just want to jump back, actually, to... Oh. Sorry, just suddenly came into my head. Earlier on, you said... Um, I don't know if you were talking about this particular substance or something else that people are using, thinking they're using the right thing. Um, it was about the immune response from CARP. Yeah, um, basically, basically so, so, because people have heard that it's that it's uh, used in a certain way, the, the actual manufactured synthetic product is, it has a specific purpose. People who've only heard half the story or a quarter of the story are then looking at anything in that sort of sphere and then trying it out. Someone, someone sent me a picture of a product and said, is this it? And I said, no, it's not. And when I Googled it, it says it causes immunosuppression in carp. Right. So, so this substance, the actual substance in question, you've not read anything that would suggest it affects the immune system. No, 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 not at all. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I mean, so I'd say that there's as much danger, if not more danger of, 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 People, people just trying to find out what it is and trying half-baked other synthetic substances, which which potentially might be more dangerous. That that's that's a sort of a side effect of you know, which which is is the sort of idiot um, side of, of 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 any activity. You know, um, it's 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 really scary if you if you if you love carp and love carp fishing and and, and are really concerned hmm. about the ecology of lakes, then you know. If, if, if for instance, if, if you knew a farmer was spraying a field with something that you knew, you knew could get into the water course and have potential for harm, you'd be you'd be rightly concerned, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, this happens, and this is a battle that that is going on already, isn't it? Yeah. Um, contraceptions, changing the sex of fish, all kinds of crazy shit going on already, yeah. you know. But anglers, I, I view us as anglers. I don't want to sound too pedantic or anything, but we should be protectors of the waterways, you know. That, that, that kind of should be our role. Because if, if we don't, who the fuck else is going to do it, you know? So the fact that we're now poisoning our waterways on top of every other fucker that's that's polluting it is just absolutely mm. ridiculous. Well, look, look at the national... In the spirit of carp the, fishing. The national, yeah, look at the national morning when, when Colmia had an algal bloom and the black mirror yeah. died. Mm -hmm. Or when Heather the Leather died. It was, yeah. it was in the national papers. Yeah. You know, Heather the Leather dies. <laughs> It's, it's, you know, if, if someone legend the heaven will ever die because some some moron spotting something and they shouldn't be. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, really bad. It's unethical. I mean, it, even if you look at it just, just from, um, from the match fishing side of it, it's, it's cheating and, and, it's, and that's unethical, let alone the actual biological and ecological consequences of it um, even, even out of matches let's just say someone on your syndicate gets some of this stuff 
Mm. You've been fishing this syndicate. Well, it doesn't have to be a syndicate. You, you've been fishing this lake for years trying to catch your target. And then this guy turns up with this substance that makes it very easy, to, well, a lot easier to catch carp mm. and then catches it. It's not only immoral to the carp, the fish they're fishing for, it's immoral to other people fishing that lake, regardless of if it does ecological damage or not. You know, it's just... Mm just the fucking wrong thing to do you know and also how can you get any real satisfaction from catching those fish well, well that is what i don't understand but you've got to understand that these people are making a living off it yeah because your average lad who, who who's just going fishing he's target fishing he's passionate one he probably wouldn't do it because of the ethics but secondly there's not the financial incentive for him to do it obviously getting all of these substances is not easy and expensive so, so they're doing it for a financial reward whether it's like i said there's, there's the, the the alleged people who, who are using it are basically it's paying the mortgage they've got they've got a brand new van you know they've got a mortgage and, and they make the living from angling so They've got to be, you know, in in their own point, I suppose in their own, um, they're under pressure to catch, aren't they? So, so, so obviously this thing they catch and then some. The reason it stands out so much is because when people are, are having these hits of fish, which are just off the charts, and, and, and I, I, when I've mentioned it to, you know, when it was mentioned in, in the group, some people were saying, no, they're just good anglers. And it's like, Look, mate, we know about bait on, on the next level. I'm, I, I can hold my own on, on any lake. But, you, but good bait doesn't draw, as we explained before, good bait doesn't draw fish from all over the lake. doesn't matter what bait you're using, if it's a standard, not standard, even if it's a non-standard, the most attractive bait with amino acids, everything we know, organic acids, the biogenic amines, every, even the top flavors, location still is, is still your number one priority, and and then and then it comes down to bait and presentation. But location is the first, and everything. Well, well, that goes out of the window when you when they're using something like this because it draws fish at these super low concentrations. So, so watercraft goes out the window. It's just. It, it's, it's just the antithesis of, of everything that carp fishing should be about. Yeah. Even if, even if we say, even if it has no detrimental effects on the ecosystem, which I don't believe for one minute. No. I don't, I don't believe that carp have ever ingested in a natural ecosystem that level of, of a substance. No. And, and it's not paired. It's not paired with other potential biological controls which you find in a natural ecosystem. An ecosystem is imbalanced because it has checks and balances within, within the biological systems. And whenever you, you put something out of, whenever you, whenever you change a parameter, it always has unexpected consequences or un, unwanted consequences in any biological system. I'll say this and I'll be very, very careful. What I say, cause again, I don't want to give the game away, but this substance is used in extremely low doses and just a fraction higher a dose has a total opposite effect 
than what it's used for um, mm. and it can cause death from the purpose that it's used for so that should tell you all and, and that's a very small amount increase in it you know mm. the fact that you're, you're you're splashing it in willy-nilly in god knows what concentrations in front of carp which are not the biggest of creatures uh yeah it's just absolutely crazy to think that they're oh that's going to be fine there's going to be no ill effect of it I, I can't see how there isn't any ill effect of it to be honest with you again mm. that's not backed on science but just well, because it hasn't been studied has it because no, no one in, no one would, would ever think that anybody would do that. Yeah. No, no one's going to think, well, I'll tell you what, we've got this substance, this synthetic substance, which is potentially very dangerous. We're not going to think, well, someone's going to buy it and use it for something it's not meant to be used for and start filling in a lake with it. No. So to, to either win a match or, or launch a new bait or whatever. No, no, the people who, you know, who have sort of got to be very careful how we phrase this. The, the, the proper and licensed use of this substance is, is to be used by professionals who, who like you, you rightly say, are using it in a specific concentration for a specific biological function and that biological function is not splashing it in a lake to catch fish yeah um and and it's, it's i i'm i'm into precision science as, as you know we've had numerous conversations i'll talk about something in, in molars and, and you know everything i do I, I try and approach it in a scientific and and reasonable and rational manner but there is no control on this. If a, if a little bit's good, I mean, there's no control because, because it's, they're not using it in a licensed manner. But my point is, they don't even know how much to put in. They, 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 they just keep putting it in until the fish turn up, as far as I can tell. Yeah, yeah, I think... You've not right. read a scientific paper what says, well, no. if, if you look at... For instance, organic acids, you can get a white paper which tells you what the molar concentration the scientist tested on the receptor of that carp uh, and what the upper and lower limits were. So, so you can take that, extrapolate that information and think, well, I'm going to put this level in a bait and, and I don't think it, 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 it certainly won't blow the bait and it certainly should work. And that's exactly what I did with organic acids. I, I, I took it from, from scientific research and then applied it to bait. There's, 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 there's no scientific research because they're not using it in the manner to which it's been designed. So, so it's completely untested. It's, uh, it's just, just mad. It's crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the, the moral side of it, I mean, where do you draw the line? Like... We, <laughs> If you foul hook a carp, are you, you going to weigh it and have your photo taken? You know, if you see one in the well, sky, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people don't count a foul hooked carp. I definitely fucking wouldn't. Uh, you? Yeah. So, so, so what I'm saying is the, the level there. There's a big, you know, big thing about shelf life boilies. Dave Moore's highlighted a, a lot of things about shelf life boilies and and the research going on in Europe about damage to the ecosystem and and what have you. 
And then you still get 50% of car panglers saying, no, there's not a problem because I put it in a glass and it broke down. And, and that's the problem with this. If, if those 50% of anglers, they say, there's no problem with shelf lives because I put it in a glass and after a week it broke down, then those very same anglers potentially could say, well, you know, X, Y, and Z's doing it and it's, it's you know, Mm. I'm going to do it too. I too want to catch X percentage of a, of a lake's of a, a lake's carp in one session because because it's easy. So 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 they might not they might struggle to get hold of the substance, but but potentially they might try a whole a whole host of other dangerous things, and they are doing. I'm getting sent a few pictures of people. You know, someone's you trying this. <laughs> it's just madness, absolute madness. It really needs to stop. But when you've got sort of high-profile anglers and, and the rumours are getting out, and, and, and a lot of people, especially the younger generation, look up to these anglers and, and you know, they, t they take the whole of their, their experience of carp fishing culture is, is they want to imitate what what their heroes are doing, and and some of their heroes are doing something allegedly, which is very very dodgy. It's a it's a shame, isn't it? As well, because <clears throat> I mean, people like me and and you, Stephen, like we are looking for the ultimate in in bait formulation, aren't we? And we sure. know full well it doesn't really exist. No. We're just trying to polish things and make them better, and we just love yeah, it, but, right? But, but that the, that is that is the the passion, yeah. But this is something that actually, it kind of is the closest to a wonder ingredient that, that we've ever known about, isn't it? Yeah, if, if Patrick Mills found out about it, his head would fall off, wouldn't it? Yeah, you, you have to. Because <laughs> what he's doing, it would just pull his pants down, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, but, you, you found it, but you have to draw a line, don't you? And, and you have to be, you've got to have scruples, man. And you've got you, you to gotta weigh things up. And this is, mm. yes, it's very effective seemingly so but at the cost of what you know so i, I just it, it's it's an ironic shame that the best thing that we've found for attracting carp is you know really freaking potentially lethal for many many different species it's, it's ethically unsound and potentially mm. devastating its consequences the, yeah. the, the, if the best thing you can say about it is it's ethically unsound at the to, very to, best, to, yeah. To, to, yeah. Imagine yeah, everyone uses. Yeah. Mm. Everyone starts using that on a lake. I, I mean, geez. Well, if it was, if it was, a, if it was widely available, and one person used it on a lake, everybody would have to use it. Yeah. My my mate who first told me about it said, "If this gets out, it'll ruin carp fishing." Because yeah. you you look on a lake anyway. You go on a day ticket lake. Which I haven't been on day ticket like for about six years, but what you tend to find is once one person starts spotting, then everybody at the side of him starts spotting, and it's like a Mexican wave of spotting goes around the lake. Because 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 one kid starts spotting, like oh it's bite time, I'll stick a couple of spots out. The two lads at the side of him think shit, I'm missing out here, so they stick some, and then the lads at the side of him think oh I'm going to stick some out, I'm not being outdone here, 
and it literally goes right, and then the whole lake's spotting. Literally had that chat with my mate when we were at Sandhurst the other week. <clears throat> it's yeah, literally like that. Because it's it's, it's what what the kids uh, kids call for, isn't it? The fear of missing out. Mm. You know, whereas whereas the the, the the really good angler probably just stick a solid bag out right and let them, you know, and probably catch more <laughs> because of the amount of bait going and all the disturbance and everything else. Also, part part of of the social media high profile angler. I, I think I think I've not been in carp fishing that long, sort of twenty five years, but. When you had the, I think when you had the old bait field testers back in the day, like, like when Bill Cotton talks about neutral baits and, and say they used to field test the arse out of everything, and, and then they'd come back. It's a completely different mindset from, from when, you know, when you get these ra- random Facebook friend requests and then you have a look at the profile before you say, yeah, and, and someone's sponsored by... 10 different people, you know, field tester at X-Bait Company, PVA by X-Bait Company, you know, Bob's Leds. And, they, and, and they've got like, you just think, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know exactly what sort of angler they are mm-hmm. for, for, from that. And it's that sort of modern culture of carp fishing, what it's become in the social media realm that is driving these sorts of behaviours. Sort of, when someone describes someone as old school now, it really is a, a compliment. And not, not just from a rose-tinted, rose-tinted glasses, but just from, from an ethical uh, and behavioural perspective in, in the, you know, I just think it was more morally and ethically grounded back before social media. Because I, th- I think it was, you know, the, the old school carp anglers were just in it for the carping rather than the likes and the, the social media glory. I, th- I think there's always been a, a lot of egos in carp fishing. Not with everyone. There's egos but, in everyone. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm, you know, I've got an ego. I love I I love going onto a lake, and if I catch what other people aren't catching, I love it. But by the same token, if someone catches my target fish, I'm not bitter and twisted about it. I'm happy for them because they've caught it. And, and what it makes me do is try to to, to to think of a better approach of how I can catch those carp. I don't think well if I stick a chemical in um, I can catch that cat because that capture would have no meaning to me it's, it's like it's like, like there's, a, there's a new member um, on, on Axon who's just had my target fish out Ryan's and it, it doesn't it doesn't it, since the season opened in June it hasn't been out and he's caught it and I'm buzzing for him you know he's he's he's, he's caught it but, it but but if I had to do anything to catch that cat other than what I'm doing, which is try and hone my baiting tactics and, and you know, everything I mentioned in, in the last couple of podcasts, that, then that would have no meaning for me. It's just... It's, and I can only think 
other than the match fishing side of it, but the other side of it is is is, is driven by greed and social media adulation. In 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 modern modern culture, anyway, a lot of people want to be famous, don't they? Hence the reality television, the the Big Brothers, the you know. <laughs> Is, that culture is alien to me anyway, but but when it when it translates into um, your carp fishing, which is is you, you, you know your great love of, of, of in your life, it it's toxic. It really is, and, and I think this is just um, a symptom of it. But it's a very very dangerous symptom. Yeah. You know, it's like if, if, if people do bodybuilding or whatever to, to be healthy or to look good and then they're stacking steroids and they're injecting growth hormone and, you know, they're taking HCG and they're doing all these things, they might look the part, but, you know, inside the balls are shrunk, the liver's knackered, the heart's three times the size it should be. There is, you know, there are serious consequences, aren't there, to, to, to those behaviours, which... You don't see. Yeah. yeah um, definitely. Probably very insecure as well. It's well, well, yeah. Generally. But, 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 I th- but I think social media exacerbates that that sort of um, that behaviour that some people only feel validated by the attention they get, and that's driven by a massive financial incentive if, if they're a full-time angler. That's the point I was going to make. I think Egos have always been prevalent in cart fishing, but I think social media just just makes that just puts it to a different level, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's uh, you know keeping up with the Joneses and all that kind of jazz, isn't it? Um, yeah. Right. I mean, it, it, without just keep on going over the ethic thing and, and all yeah, that. Yeah, we've, we've, we've sort of flogged that to death now. I think people know exactly how we feel about it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Is there any other points on this substance or anything else that people are using, you know, maybe thinking they're using this substance that you think we should discuss in this podcast? Um, I think people should stop. I, I don't think it's, it's ethical or safe to use the right thing, and I think it's potentially more dangerous for people to be trying out other other untested things, which they have absolutely no idea what's in it. Yeah, because at least this substance, despite our, our constant, our, our the main concern being the concentration it's being used at, at least. It is a synthetic version of a natural substance, which, I'm, which, like I've said, for, for all the other reasons, potentially could be very bad because of concentration and, and, and biological controls. But people using stuff which can cause it direct immunosuppression in carp is potentially worse. Just, just, just learn about bait and, and enjoy your fishing. It's just, I mean, I would. Just, how would someone feel if you've got a massive fish kill on a lake and it was attributed to this or someone trying to emulate this? You might imagine you're, you're, on, you're on, a, on a lake with a lot of old special or any lake and you get a fish kill or wildlife getting killed or it's a park lake and, and some, you know, 
you just don't know what the biological effects of these substances are, do you? If it can kill, if it can kill animals, a, a, a reasonably low concentration, you don't know. You've got also factor in that, that a lot of people are idiots, and in, and, and in, in you know people think if a bit's good, a lot is really good. It's just very, very concerning. Mm. I don't know, you know, without going into absolute specifics, I think we've sort of, <laughs> I think we've made that quite clear, haven't we? Yeah, exactly. It, it's, <clears throat> it hasn't been, there has been some studies done on it in CART, but not to do with their health. I'll leave, mm. I'll leave that there. But I mean, if you look at um, the placement of um, waste hormones in water in the water treatments etc etc look at all the damage that that's been doing and is doing um that alone should make you stop and think well hang on okay look this needs to be researched much more before before using and that's to put it lightly i mean if you look at everything if if we could say more about the particular products then it would make more sense to people and i'm sorry that we Mm -hmm. can't but if you knew what it was and you knew the, the ramifications of it, you would understand pretty quickly that actually, yeah, this is definitely not something that we should be pumping out into the water to these animals. Um, so, yeah, it, yeah. you've just got to look at the info that we do have and it really doesn't bode well for this stuff. So uh, It's like you said, even, even drug concentrations in, in sewage effluent going into waterways yeah. is having profound ecological effects. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 you know, if it's going into a river. A river's moving, isn't it? I mean, these most of this is going into a still water. If it's, if it's going into a still water, which is quite shallow, and and, and not necessarily huge, you know, like twelve, fifteen acres, and they're doing it season round. You just and then other people get on it, then it's poten- potentially disastrous. You don't know, do you? I don't think many fishery owners would be quite be happy if they knew it was going on. No, e- even uh, the Glastonbury Festival that's just gone on. Have you heard this? I shouldn't laugh. It's no, really funny. The, the, I mean, the, the, you know, people going and, and pissing in the river, etc. Um, and there's eels there that have that have they've found MDMA within the eel, um, and basically it's <laughs> fucking. I know it's funny, isn't it? But yeah. we shouldn't really like. But it's fucking up the eels, um, just yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know loads of uh, loads of ravers have been urinating in the in the river. Um, like you know, it, it's what like we're getting we're getting it from all angles in our watercourses. We we really are mm. not just this. This is obviously a bit of a one off, um, but just sewage outlets, etc. Us as mm. anglers, sorry to keep harping on this point, but us as anglers, we should be the protectors of the waterways. We really, really should. Um, we definitely shouldn't be the ones pumping this shit into the water. So if anyone's interested, you're looking for a great thing to, to catch more fish, please just like look elsewhere. This is not the one. More harm than good and certainly more trouble than it's worth. Plus, you're probably not going to get hold of it anyway. It's extremely hard to get hold of. It will be illegal the way that you do have to get hold of it. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's just it's not the place to look to catch more carp, in my opinion, mm. for many different reasons. And then, to be fair, I'd sooner not catch the carp. Yeah, that definitely. way I would give up. I'd sooner give up carp fishing than, than yeah. go down that route. Earn your fish as well. What are you going to do next? Scoop them up out of the snags in your freaking landing net. You know, it's you got to earn your fish, haven't you? Um, yeah. Make it make it mean something when you catch a fish. Well, then, 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 
Whenever I look at some of my, what I consider to be my special captures, I, I still get a massive rush of sort of dopamine off, off, off the memories of, of, of that capture. Because it was, for, for whatever reason, just because it was difficult, because, it, you know, it, it doesn't happen often. You catch a, a carp, what's hard to catch, a big special old carp. And you remember everything you've been through to catch that carp, whether it's all the, the bait research, you know, the, the massive amount of driving, never been able to get in a certain swim. And when it, when it does all come together, then that's why, why you, get, you, you get such a buzz from doing it. If, you, if I could just turn up on one of my syndicates every week and just bosh out carp, then I, uh, just what am I doing? Because, because I, 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 it doesn't matter what swim I go in. It doesn't matter really what bait I'm using. So, so, so every, everything I love about carp fishing then becomes null and void. As, as a carp fishing community, people that listen to this, like, what do you think people could do about it? Well, nothing, because there's no, there's no concrete proof. Hmm. I, I think it's really up to, to the bait companies and the sponsors of these anglers to, to think, hold on a minute, this is, this is, you know, suspicious. Exactly. I, I, and, and they know what people, you know, these, these, a lot of these big bait and tackle companies are run by anglers. They know what is achievable under normal circumstances. If people are doing, you know, I mean, even the people who are running the matches must think, Jesus, something's going on here. You know? And, 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 and the, the people who are sponsoring these anglers, the bait company, they must be thinking, Jesus, this is, this is just, you know? They, they know what bait can do and what bait can't do. Mm -hmm. So if they launch a brand new bait and, some, and someone smashes it out of the park, on, on, you, know, you know, they've got to be thinking, hold on a minute. You know, this is, this is, you, you know, you know, because it's only if you're fishing the water, if you fish, like one of these waters, which, one of these high-profile anglers has, has just done something with, and he's one of the people that I've heard that has used this substance. I've got a mate who also fishes that water, and my mate is, is an exceptional angler. Yeah. And, and he, if, he has a couple, if he had a couple of fish a session, he's an exceptional angler using good bait. Any, you know, if someone's catching regularly five and six times what an exceptional angler can catch off the same water, well, you know, I, I don't accept that doing that all the time is a result of, of, of just being an exceptional angler. Because if you're going on these waters, you can't always get in, you know, the going swims are always stitched up. There are, everybody knows the going swim is. It's hard to get in the going swim. So these people are just turning up and absolutely smashing these lakes to bits. Yeah, everybody can have a red letter session where everything goes right. But, you know, you, you know when you see something in, the, in, in, in the, the angling media, you think, whoa, that's, 
once you know about this, you, you've got a pretty good idea who's using it. Yeah. And then when and then when you find out that a, a lot of these anglers have, have fished together, it might be with different companies, but they've all fished together and they're all mates. And, you know, it, it's glaring, isn't it? It's, it says it all, doesn't it? I mean, I don't doubt there is good angling involved with it as well. Um, no, no, the, the, the point is, these are very, very, very good anglers. Yeah. Far better technical anglers than me. I mean, I mean, in, they're in a different league in terms of the casting ability, you know, the effort they put in. You almost question why they need to do this. Because they are such good anglers. Mm. But then you factor in things like match prize money, sponsorships, and the fact that some of them are full-timers. And then, well, that's why. Yeah. But it's not because they, it's not because they're not exceptional anglers, because they are. Yeah. The people who, who, who are alleged to be, to be using these substances are some of the best anglers in the country. But even so, some of the results they're getting are—they're just not achievable by by normal means on a regular basis. And it, and it's so obvious that, 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 that to what's going on. Yeah, no, I <laughs> the recent catches. I think like that would be multiple times more fish than the most ever caught in that given time, if that makes sense. Sure. That's it's what I'm saying. People have a big hit on that yeah. water and have, and have five, <laughs> even, even, you know, they're catching four and five times more than the best ever hits that other anglers have had on these waters. Yeah. But, but they're not only, they're doing it regularly. It's not just, if it, was, if it was once a year or once every two or three years, you could say, well, yeah, the fish were stacked up there. The we'll have a red letter there. session. Yeah, they fished well. Um, you know, I, there's a couple of times where I just said, "Yeah, I've just turned up and the fish were there." And I'm what, to, it makes you wonder why the the lake owners don't. They must know about this, surely. And if you're listening, uh, reach out and, uh, and 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 talk to us about it. If you want to come to the fore about this, by all means, anyone. That, that could shed more light on this. That's an open invitation. But anyway, surely the, the fishery owners know what's going on. Well, we, we've lost, we lost Stephen. I phoned him up. We've had a few technical difficulties. Stephen, you're on loudspeaker, mate. You just have to say good, <laughs> good night to everyone or goodbye to everyone like this, if that's all right. All right. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The but, joys of technology. Joys of technology, yeah. Thanks for coming on, Stephen. Always a pleasure to chat to you. Um, yeah, hopefully everyone in, enjoyed this. Look, if anyone's listened and they're like, well, actually, you know, we've got some some more kind of um, solid information on on the effects that it could potentially have on on the environment or the carp or other species, you know, let us know. We're open to chatting to people. We're happy to chat about this some more. We had so many people message us, um, not exaggerating at all, but lots and lots of people wanted us to, to cover this um, just to kind of like get it out there a little bit more because I think it's coming to the point where a lot of people are hearing about it and I think um, quite a few people are, are barking up the wrong tree and using things that are, are not the right thing. 
um, and also, you know, very, very dangerous. So hopefully we've helped to, to educate people a little bit. Um, but if you feel that you could help us do that more, please get in touch. Um, I just want to give uh, a thanks to Mark Crowdy as well, who uh, Mark kind of like the, the, the rumors have been circulating for a while, but Mark brought it up in a, in a Facebook group, uh, messaged us about it, um, kind of like urged us to get involved. It then spurred some other chats elsewhere. And basically, I just want to say thanks to, to Mark for uh, kind of um, urging us to do this and, uh, and, and having faith in us to do so. So, yeah, thank you, Mark. And that's it. Thank you for listening, folks. We welcome your feedback on it. Leave it wherever you can, either via messages or social media. And yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. Mm-hmm.